The NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your bet for free today. Hello and welcome back to the NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Rich Fat Baby McKee. You can follow me on Twitter at the Ryan McKee. And if you're a new listener to the podcast, uh, or maybe just started listening in the last year and haven't heard me before, I started uh, this podcast for the NBA Gambling Podcast Network three years ago, almost three years ago, exactly back in 2019 right before what would become known as the bubble season due to COVID. Uh, way back then, we called it the NBA Odds Pod. And uh, now I got I get to work full-time at the Action Network. Um, but we have our full NBA gambling podcast crew has grown uh, to host this pod to include Munaf Manji, Scott Rochelle, Zach Broner, and... This beautiful gambling mind right here, Terrell Furman Jr. How's it going, sir? What's going on, man? Hey, I'm glad to be back together with my guy. And we're sitting here breaking down this specific division. So it's going to be a good one. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday I posted a uh, full Northwest division preview that I did with Zach Broner. Today, Trell and I will be talking uh, about the Pacific Division. We're going to preview win totals and future odds for Sacramento Kings, Lakers, Clippers, my Phoenix Suns. And we're going to touch on the Golden State Warriors. Then I'm going to switch over to a full Warriors preview that I recorded with Barbara Alberts. She's a producer at Action Network with me. And she's a lifelong Warriors fan. So I wanted to get her take on her team as well. Uh, but before... We jump into the Pacific Division. Troy, I just wanted—I just made two futures bets today that I wanted to throw by you. Okay. And uh, get your knee-jerk take. I have gotten—I got Jordan Poole, Six Man of the Year, at plus four fifty, and I got okay. Anthony Edwards, Most Improved Player. I got him at ten to one. What do you think of those? Just knee jerk. I didn't. I didn't tell you I was going to be asking about this. Mm -hmm. What do you think? The Jordan Poole one feels good. Like it feels good. He's never going to be a starter on that team. The only way that I think that could hinder him is if an injury does happen to Steph or Clay, and then he's forced into that starting role. And right. and of course, that's going to mess up his six man of the year odds. But if Clay and and Steph stay healthy for a majority of the year. And he stays as that six man. Yeah, he definitely he has a really, really good chance of bringing it down. So I really like that bet for Anthony Edwards. I mean, if you like his, you know, most improved, I think you also got to sprinkle a little bit on. I mean, I know it's going to you're not going to like it, but you got to sprinkle a little bit on his MVP odds because he's already what? averaging what he's averaging 21.1 points per game. 44% from the field. He's he's already scoring a bunch of points. So if you like his most improved, I feel like that the only it's a plus EV way of betting and getting his MVP odds as well because they're way they're way higher. You guys and most improved at 10 to 1. I don't know what his MVP odds, but I know it's super scoring high right now. 
And if he does better than that 21.3 points per game, like if he gets somewhere into that 25, 24, 25 range, he's going to be in the discussion. And then you can sell that MVP ticket and get you some profit. That's true. I mean, no, I like that. But that would have been like putting money on Ja last season to be the MVP. And um, you would have, you would have, if you cash, you would have been able to sell yeah, that. Yeah, you would have been able to sell that and be pretty well. So I think that if you're doing the same mindset with like Ja had last year and Anthony Edwards this year, you got to sprinkle a little bit on the MVP ticket and then just kind of trust yourself to sell when it gets high and not fall into the buzz of MVP. Because if he if he does better than what he did last season, he will be an MVP discussion. Yeah, but he will. Definitely be six man of the year. I think. I feel. I feel like he's going most to be the improved. running. I mean, yeah, most, most improved, improved. Sorry. Yeah, most for improved. sure. Absolutely. And then I, the last thing I'll say with the six man of the year is, um, you know, Tyler Hero is the other favorite. You can get him at plus four fifty, plus five hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, he's going to have the same role with the Heat he does last year. The reason I don't, you know, the reason I'm leaning towards Pool rather than Hero is because. It, since we haven't had, we've only had one repeat winner of six man of the year back to back since 1992. And that was Lou Williams in 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. So we see that these, I feel like pool really fits the model of the Jamal Crawford, the Eric Gordon, the Lou Williams, the yep. J.R. Smith, the guys mm-hmm. that we have seen win this award, these microwave scores. He's perfect for that. The Jordan Clarkson, you know, like, and I just, the odds are against Hero winning it back to back, so why not uh, grab Pool? Uh, I think he's locked in to that role as coming in off the bench as their main scorer. So that's where I'm going with that. And now we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors and get right back to you. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time because new customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. WinBet is live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Plus, WinBet has their own same game parlay feature. Just click on the game you like, select to build your own bet, and start building a monster parlay today. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of pro and college football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. So get hundreds of channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or your favorite episode of a show with an included cloud-based DVR. Plus there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel anytime. So right now you can use Fubo TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP for 15% off your first month. So we've got uh, the Suns and the Warriors right now, depending on what book you're looking at. 
They are the favorites to win the Pacific. You can get them at plus 200, plus 190, depending on the book. Both of those teams going back and forth. You've got the Clippers going around plus 220. Some books even have them favored with Kawhi coming back. You can get them at plus 190 certain books. Then we mm-hmm. jump all the way down to the Lakers, plus 800. And you've got the lowly Kings way back at... Uh, get them at like 250 to one to win Pacific. So that is a real long shot. Then uh, Warriors are looking uh, the favorite to come out of this division to win the championship at plus 650. We've got the Clippers at plus 700. Suns plus 950. Lakers 18 to one. And the Kings at 500 to one. Let us start with those Kings. Um, Because I got to say, at 34, 34 and a half win total, I kind of like this team. I really do think that they have improved by adding the Kevin Herter, uh, by adding, uh, you know, draft pick Keegan Murray, fourth overall draft pick. They have added Mike Brown as the head coach, replacing Alvin Gentry, who I think is a good coach, but seemed totally checked out as an interim last season. Mike Mm. Brown has posted a winning record in six of his eight seasons as an NBA head coach. He also as a head coach. His teams have finished outside the top 15 in defensive rating only twice, which I think has been Sacramento's biggest issue. The last few seasons is they've been so historically bad on defense. So if he can just improve them a little bit, if he can get them to that 15th spot, that would be a huge improvement. They've been at the bottom of the league the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. Where are you leaning on this Sacramento Kings team? Uh, and what do you like? What do you don't like? Well, I like the players. I love the players. I think that this is going to be a fun team. When you talk about they bring in Kevin Herter, they bring in uh, Malik Monk, they bring in Keegan Murray from the draft. So they have they've added a lot of talent around these players. I'm not, I still don't trust them defensively. And I don't know if he can get it done in year one of just turning this team around defensively. I think there's going to be stretches where they look like the Kings team of old, where they're automatic over and you're just taking the over, blindly taking the over. I'm very about concerned. Davion Mitchell in his second season, though. Like, so, he looked like he had some defensive chops. He, yeah, he, he and that's, like what he, he can that's what he is. You know, his nickname yeah. is Off Night. Like yeah. if your nickname is off night, you're a trick. You're you're a tough defender because you're just go ahead and saying I don't care who I'm on, but that person is having a bad night tonight. And but I don't think that Davion Mitchell is enough. I don't like the interior for the Sacramento Kings at all, and especially if you think about this division and just the battles that you're going to have with the Anthony Davis. You're going to have battles with DeAndre Ayton for as long as DeAndre Ayton is on that Suns team. You're going to have a whole bunch of slashers and people getting to the rim like a LeBron James, like a Kawhi Leonard or a Paul George or even Reggie Jackson in that Clippers team. Like this division has a lot of people that can get to the rim. Jordan Poole, we just talked about a second ago. A whole bunch of people on big and small that can all get to the rim. And I think perimeter defense is going to be a really big thing. I think they're going to have the outside shooting and they're going to have all the offense to kind of compete. But I'm not certain defensively if they're there yet or if they even have the staff to be there yet. So I know it. It feels like a, a good over team. I'm still leaning to the under 34. I think it's going to be close. I think they're going to come somewhere in that 30 to 32 range. 
but I still think that this team is going to have issues defensively, at least for the beginning part of the season until they kind of get all bought into Mike Brown's system. So I was Demontis Savonis, you're, 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 you're talking about how you don't like that interior defense, but his defensive rating improved quite a bit from his time in Indiana. Once he moved over to the Kings last season and jumped mm-hmm. up from like 108 average of his career to 113. Now it was a, you know, fewer games to gauge, but he showed that he can be more of a presence in that interior. Any hope there? I, I, I got to see it. I think that the Kings are more of a team that I got to see it to believe it. And so maybe there's, and maybe there's an opportunity. Maybe there's an opportunity that they come back and this team just looks really, really bad to start the season. They're not bought in defensively at all. And then we just trust the coach that he'll get them going in the early part of the season. So let's say they lose, I don't know, out of their first 10 games, they lose seven and we get a higher number on this win total. All right, I'm fine buying in there. But as the number sits right now, I don't think that the defense is going to impact them to where they're going to jump this win total that quick in year one. I think this is more of a year two, year three project. Yeah, I guess you're going under the 34 and a half. All right, all right, I'm going under. I am going to go, I'm going to go a slight over. Don't love it. Yeah. Wouldn't make it a best bet, but that's where I'm going with that one. All right. So moving on, we have the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, They had a record last season of 33 and 49. Their win total this year is sitting at 44 and a half, 45 some places. They added Patrick Beverly. They added Dennis Schroeder. They added Thomas Bryant, those are the big additions. They lost Taylor Horton Tucker, Stanley Johnson, Dwight Howard, Avery Bradley, Carmelo Anthony, Trevor Ariza, Wade Ellington, Kent Bazemore. Um, a bunch big, of bumps. Well, aside yeah. from, you know, you know, Melo, but you know, it wasn't it wasn't great talent that they lost. <laughs> it wasn't great talent that they lost, but there was some, you know, continuing uh, there was at least like a veteran presence there that they all kind of knew what they were doing. We don't mm-hmm. totally know how, and, and Beverly and Schroeder, you can call them like savvy veterans. Now, Thomas Bryant, still a question mark to see what he's going to do coming uh, from Washington. Uh, I do like the Juan Toscano. I understand. I met, I forgot to mention him. He looks like a great, uh, you know, and player to come off the well. bench. What's that? Lonnie Walker I, as well. Yeah, yeah I don't. Lonnie I'm Walker. wondering how much he's gonna really play though. I feel like if the Spurs let you go, like, oh hey, no worries. We'll get he's, out a, of he's here. a he's a three point shooter, and that's what when you talk about LeBron and Anthony Davis, what do you want around him? You want guys that can hit on the outside. I think he's somebody that's that true. can play himself into a role. That's true. Uh, another big addition is hiring Darvin Ham as head coach. This is his first head coaching gig in the NBA. He started off with the Mike. Uh, Brown coaching group in 2011 with the Lakers. Then he moved over to the Budenhoser coaching tree has been over with the Hawks and the Bucks. And uh, another addition we should mention is Kendrick Nunn. Cause he was back, you know, he had, was injured all last season. He's back now 45 wins. Immediate knee jerk is to go under for this team. Uh, I hate fading LeBron two seasons in a row, but I just don't, see it with this team i think they're a little better than they were last year but i don't know if they're 12 13 wins better what do you think this this is very easy for me and i think that this one total is going to be on personal preference from each person each person your preference is probably going to be different than my preference or we may be on the same side 
this team is going as far as Anthony Davis is actually available to play. In year one of whip this Lakers team, he played, what is this, 62 games. 62 games, they go win championship. So 62 games. Next year, 36. Year after that, 40. Well, last year. Last year, 40. Year before that, 36. You see that win total drop from that 62 games he played. They were 52 and 19 that season. That was the bubble season. Then you come back. He's only played 36 games. They're 40 and 42 and 30. Come back, plays 40 games, 33-49. This team is going as far as Anthony Davis takes them. He is the guy. They're saying they're saying that he expects that he is the number one. LeBron's playing off of him this season. While LeBron's still going to be doing LeBron things, Anthony Davis is supposed to be the alpha. He's supposed to be the guy that everybody's trying to get going and that he is the star player now. Can he live up to those expectations? I truly believe it. I believe in the talent of the player and everything. I do not know if this man can stay healthy. I know injuries are not linear, but he cannot stay healthy. They have to get at least 60 games from him. At the very least, 60 games from him for me to even think that they're in consideration of this win total. 22 is still a lot of games to miss. You really shouldn't miss 22 games in a season, but... I, mean, it I looks don't like know. They brought in they brought in Thomas Bryant to be that starting center. Yeah, you know, so last he year the four. he tried to step up and play the center. He bulked up. It seemed to only be uh, seemed to be worse for his body to bulk up and put more weight on as a big man. Now they've moving him back to the four. He's going to be the man at the four. I mean, maybe that helps him play more games. I'm. Uh, <sighs> I don't, I don't know. I Hopefully it does. Thomas Bryant comes in, and he's really big because Thomas Bryant can also shoot on the outside. I think that'll be better for this offense. I just – I do like Darvin Ham. I love the hire of Darvin Ham. I think Darvin Ham is going to get the most out of the players that's on his staff because we don't think that they're, they have a very, very talented roster. I think he's going to get the most out of them. And I think the West is down in a lot of other areas. Like I still think the Kings are about even where they're at. The Jazz, you know, are down this year. Pelicans could be up. Mavericks could stay still and be up again. We know the the jet. I mean, the Trailblazers. No idea where they're at. So we're talking about all these other teams. A lot of other teams are down this year. I think the Lakers are going to be better. It's hard to be worse than what you were last year. But if Anthony Davis gives me sixty games, I'm very very confident in this going over. I'm gonna zig when they zag. And he's been injured a lot the last two years. This is the year he stays healthy. I'll take the over. I don't like it. We're, we're missing a huge elephant in the room, though. We haven't talked about Russell Westbrook. Like he's just we, Russ is just. Do we get Russell Westbrook uh, buy-in? I mean, is he just going to take over these games and try to be the man again? I think that he and Patrick Beverly probably is the best thing for both of them. Just you know, as two people that kind of feel a little bit of outcast of this point in their career, and. It seems like they have a really, really good relationship. I like Darvin Ham. I truly do believe that Darvin Ham believes that Russell Westbrook is a really good player. And if he can get Russell Westbrook to say, hey, we don't need you to go do all of these things that you did in Washington, that you did in Houston, that you did in OKC. We don't need that. We just need like literally the bare minimum from you. And if Westbrook Westbrook can buy into that, I think that that's going to be even better. I don't think Russ is a terrible player. He just does stupid stuff sometimes. And so is he gonna be rest the facilitator because he can't stand in the corner and shoot threes. I think this is more of I think it's gonna be more of a playoff. And hey, like when you're when you're in the game with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, play off of them. 
Like, we're not looking for you to go out and hit the outside shot. Now, if you have an open one, I need you to take it. I need you to be somewhat close to relatively hitting it. But more of, hey, can you run that second unit? When we pull those guys, because you have an unlimited motor that he does, and in this point in his career, he still has an unlimited motor, where you can keep going and you can get yours with the second unit. So can you play with this second unit and keep the second unit offense going? I know we've been talking about this is what Rush should have been last year, and it didn't pan out i think darvin ham gets a lot better than him than frank vogel you could see at the end of the year last year he was really over frank vogel and you just knew the right one on the wall that frank vogel was going to be out of here i think darvin ham gets the best out of him all right that's fair i will say i'm going to go ahead and lean under this is the deepest division in nba um i think they have a hard time getting the 45 wins i do agree with you that they're going to be better than last year but again they only won 33 games last year AD staying healthy is a big question mark, but yeah, you're right. It, it all kind of rests on him. I do like the additions they've made. Still don't like Russell Westbrook being there. So I'm going to go ahead and lean under. So with the Kings, I've leaned over. Lakers, I'm leaning under. You are, lean, lean, are the, the, you are the opposite on that. You're, or are you like buying in here for both of those? I'm, I'm, I'm I'm buying it. Are you betting? I'm, I'm just. Are you betting those? Am I betting? Am I betting though? No, I'm not betting those win totals. Those are not two win totals that I'm eyeing here to bet. Now this next one we talk about, I'm I'm eyeing the bet, but I'm not eyeing the bet these two win totals. I think that they're eat like I could see it go anywhere from 43 to 46 for the Lakers, and I could see anywhere from 30 to 32. Maybe even it gets up to that 34 for the Sacramento Kings. If I am closer to betting one than the other, I like the Sacramento Kings, but I'm just going to go with that Lakers over and I'm just going to plug my, you know, plug my nose and close my eyes and just hope that Anthony Davis stays healthy for 60 games. Cause if he stays healthy to 60 games, this is a no brainer over to me because Anthony Davis is that good of a player. Okay. We're going to take another quick break and be right back. Promoguy.us is the best place to go. If you're interested in plus EV betting strategies, They've got daily updates on odd boosts and huge cash bonuses from all major sportsbooks. And they've got a VIP Discord group that puts even deeper plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. I gotta say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates and they have some of the most information in the game. They don't simply tell you what team is probable to win, but they also give you the best odds on how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part is that Promo Guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. So go to promoguy.us and check out their 100% tracked, transparent, and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you go check out promoguy.us. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play Pick'em contests versus other people for a shot at winning $250,000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and do it 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. 
bet up to five player prop under overs on individual player matchups across every sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but it's where you play. You don't want to miss out on this, baby. Sign up with the promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. And whether you're into fantasy leagues, betting on your team, or just taking highlights around the water cooler at work, the NFL season just got a lot better thanks to Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for NFL, NBA, and MLB. The Elias Game Plan app, most trusted name in sports stats, okay? It's official statistics from US Pro Sports Leagues. It's full of insights provided by renowned research teams and which means they're constantly giving you information that is up to date. You can trust it. Elevate your NFL season today and download the Elias Game Plan app. That's E-L-I-A-S. And right now, have a very special offer. When you subscribe, get 15% off your annual subscription, but only if you use my promo code SGPN15. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Google Play Store today and use my promo code SGPN15. Let's go. Okay, we've got the LA Clippers at 52 and a half uh, win total. They last season were at 42 and 40, but obviously they didn't have Kawhi all last season. They lost Rodney Hood and uh, Hartenstein. They added John Wall. Um, Here's the thing I should mention before we jump into the rest of this. Uh, this is coming from uh, Matt Moore over at the Action Network. He Shut pointed up, out that since 2005, there have only been five instances where three of the teams in a single division have won more than 50 games. Now, the re- the next three teams that we're going to talk about, the Clippers, Suns, and Warriors, all projected to win over 50 games. So clearly we are going to want to fade one of those teams. One of those teams is not getting over 50 Uh or more wins. So this is the one I'm looking at maybe fading um, just because I don't, while I think that Kawhi coming back is supposed to be fully healthy. I like this team. I like John wall being added. It's just like having to be a normal you know, not star, just a normal like facilitator, maybe a little better version than Reggie Jackson at this point. They still have mm-hmm. Terrence Mann as, uh, you know, like that's a great like third guard to have. You got Norman Powell. Um, I don't know. I mean, I like this team, but I just the question mark of Kawhi playing and PG3, you know, P- PG13 playing that many games i just don't see it so i know we just sit here and we heard me talk about anthony davis and anthony davis playing here's the thing if we go back and we'll go look at them player by player so i told you anthony davis has at least in his three years with la he has at least a 61 season a 60 game season Kawhi leonard has a 57 game season a 52 game season then he didn't play last year we have Paul George, who has even worse than that. And Paul George has a 48-game season, a 54-game season, a 31-game season last year. Then we go look at John Wall, who not only did not play last year as well, 
and he uh, didn't play in 2020. So that's two of the last three years he did not play. In the middle, he has 40 games with Houston. Before that, he has 32 games in 2019 with the Washington Wizards. And before that, he has 41 games with the Wizards in 2017-2018. So what I'm here to say is, if I'm afraid of Anthony Davis not making 60 games, I am batshit terrified of seeing 60 games come from any combination of Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, John Wall. I know why the hype is there because they were a 42 game team, a 42 win team, and they made the play in with nobody there last year. Paul George came back towards the end of the season and they were able to make a play in game. This is the ultimate fade spot because I'm over here hesitating to take the Lakers at 45 and you're giving me 52 and a half with the Clippers. I think there's no way that the Clippers hit 52 and I don't even think they get to 50. I think that they're going to be a solid team. They're going to look good. They're probably going to be in championship discussions for the most of the year, but they're going to load manage these players. They're going to load manage the players and don't let somebody have a setback and get injured. Then they're going to miss extended periods of time. And they might not even want to bring that person back because they know how the injury issues are between these, two, these three players. I think that this is a, this is a no brainer under the me. I think that the line and the books have just set this high because it's Kawhi Leonard, because it's Paul George. And even if you want to throw John Wall in there, who we haven't seen play basketball in a year, you could throw John Wall in there. I still think that while they have all this talent, they're going to manage them. They're going to put themselves in situations where they don't want all of these guys playing a full season, and that's going to set them back. This is a no-brainer under 52.5 for me. I agree. I agree. This is the best bet. For me, this is the best bet from this division is the under. I I want And and why I mentioned that at the top is – uh, that that it just you don't see three teams going over 50 wins in a division very often very rarely actually this is the team to fade for me uh anything else about the clippers or can we move on i feel like this is pretty cut and dry no no it's it's cut and dry for me i think it's more and i'll be interested to talk to some people so hit me up at really real underscore underscore if you're on this clippers over but i just don't know how I can sit here and tell you that I'm afraid for Anthony Davis and I'm barely taking an over on the Los Angeles Lakers at 45 and the Clippers have three players. And that's not even all because Norman Powell has some injury issues as well. And I can't even, I can't even fathom to think of how I am confident of a Clippers team hitting 52 and a half. Everybody has to stay healthy. Yeah. And I think Ty Lue, great coach, but I agree with what you're saying. I think that he's going to try to load manage these guys. He's looking for, championships he's not looking for a huge run in the regular season yes. he doesn't need to build up this team's confidence no he doesn't I, i'm with you all right let's move on to my phoenix suns record last oh, they're playing season. basketball this year yes they are oh, i know it's okay. amazing but uh we have the phoenix suns they had a 64 and 18 win season last year they uh, are sitting at 52 and a half for their win total right now. Uh, their big additions, Damian Lee, Josh Akogi, uh, you know, nothing, nothing <laughs> crazy. They, yeah, yeah. Hey, they won offseason this year for sure. <laughs> they did lose uh, Alfred Payton, uh, Kaminsky, Aaron Holiday, and the biggest one I feel like is JaVale McGee is the biggest loss. They re-signed DeAndre Ayton after all that drama to a four-year, $133 million deal. Robert Sarver, 
is finally has agreed to finally sell the team as the majority owner. I feel like that is going to take a lot of the spotlight off of that drama. Hopefully, um, Monty Williams is going into his fourth season. He has improved uh, the winning percentage every season he has been there. All of Devin Booker's per 36 numbers have improved each season since Monty has been there as well outside of assists, but that corresponds with CP3 coming in to Monty's second season. Um, so I feel like Devin Booker, legit star now, uh, can take all of that. I, I'm still worried about CP3, his age, probably going to maybe rest him a little more this season. Uh it, during the regular game, but I don't think they, they showed they don't need CP3 to win regular season games last season. They are mm -hmm. currently shopping Jay Crowder, so he's not going to be there. He's actually sitting out uh training camp right now, and that was like a you know mutually agreed upon thing. So, uh, before I get into some of my bigger questions with this team, where are you at with the Suns? <sighs> so there's a lot of turmoil with the Sun scene. And I think, like you said, JaVel McGee was a big loss because that big man death. But Sarge is coming back off of that knee injury. So this should be, he should be able to at least help the scoring aspect. I'm not too 100% certain on the defensive side of the ball. But not I good on the defensive be. side, but great yeah, for but the offense. Yeah, I think he's 100% going to add into the scoring. I think Jay Crowder did a lot of that, st those hard, like, rough he was you know the enforcer of the team he'd go up there fight for rebounds play hard defensively I think they are going to miss him as a really good three and D defensive player but I mean this Suns team went 11 12 games over this total last year and they basically are returning the same unit like yeah we question what DeAndre Ayton's gonna his motivation but I think he's still going to go out there and ball. I think he's still going to go out there and play ball. I don't think that he's going to be a negative impact or where this team is going to start losing games because he's out there, but just more of he might be in it for himself. So if you might want to buy in on DeAndre Jordan props, you might want to, uh, not Jordan, but eight and props, then you might want to do that. But I think that this is still a really good team. They have a culture of Monty Williams. They don't sleepwalk the easy games. And this is my issue where picking these high team totals is because you can't you can't bet these high win totals with teams that sleepwalk the easy teams this team doesn't sleepwalk the easy teams they'll go out there and put 30 40 up on a bad team and make sure they secure a win i'm i'm taking over here i'm taking over because it's just too much continuity here i think that there's still a really good team i like cameron johnson coming into that starting lineup i think he's going to add another level of scoring we may be just looking he's at really straight overs each season Every single season. Yeah. And that's a testament to Monty Williams as well. And so, yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm here for it. I think that Cameron Johnson is going to be nice in that starting lineup. And he's even going to have some really good sets where he's probably the guy that they're going to in that second unit. So, yeah, give me the over here. I'm just trusting a good coach and a good team to just have the dominance that they've had for the past three seasons. I think they get over this total. Yeah. Um agree with everything you said i am you know, a little concerned you know losing the toughness of jay crowder but i think with chris paul there you know being such a great veteran presence and this is his third season in phoenix they've improved each year so he's been there uh over the over the first two years obviously but and people might be saying oh well, teams start to kind of like 
tune Chris Paul out after a few years, right? Like we saw that with the Clippers. Uh, they were great. And mm-hmm. then, you know, the DeAndre Jordan uh, and um, oh, why am I blanking his name right now? That's how uh, oh Blake, Blake Griffin. Griffin. Yeah, like they seem to kind of start butting heads with Chris Paul. He just got to be this annoying, like old small man. And I don't think that like the Suns are going to be quite there with him like that this season. While he might wear out when before the playoffs, I definitely think that he will. But he be... doesn't have to be the guy here. Like that's yeah, that's the difference. Like he doesn't have to be the guy here. It's Devin's Booker's team. Like yes, Chris Paul is there, but it's Devin Booker's team. And so we know he and just the fact that he doesn't have to give like all of this effort on the offensive side of ball, he can kind of set his guys up and let them go to work where Devin Booker, Cameron Johnson coming in. And don't forget, Mikel Bridges is still a really good two way player as well. DeAndre Ayton, he was in the I'm conversation sure that, for defensive player of the year last year. Yes, he was. And so DeAndre Ayton also is still really good. And I'm sure they're still going to use him now. Do I think he's gone when that, you know, kicker is out of his contract and they're able to trade him in January? Yes, I do. But for the first part of the season, I don't think that it's going to be anything that slows them down. And if anything, they may end up running a quicker tempo or they may end up trading him in January and getting such a haul for him that they make that that makes them an even better team. So, yeah, there's so many ways I could see this Suns team hitting this over. I love this over. Yeah, I love this over, and and there has been some discussion. Generate uh, and recently came out and said that he and Monty Williams still haven't talked about their uh, their brush up on the bench during the playoffs, which a lot of people mm-hmm. were pointing to as uh, him having a lot of problems with Monty. I don't know where they're at with that. Obviously, I don't have any insider knowledge, but from everything that I read about following this team, Monty is a great culture guy in the locker room, and while DeAndre Ayton can seem to kind of fall off an effort level. They say he is a great team player overall. He will come around. I do believe that. I think he and Monty are going to talk about it. They're going to come to some understanding, whether that's just like, let's get to the trade deadline with you so we can get you, move you on to somewhere you'd be happier, or let's just like all buy in for another season of this and try to win a championship. I think Aiton is going to be on board and yep. they are going to win a lot of games in the regular season. So we are both on the over here. And any 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 worries about the Robert Sarver thing having lasting? No. In, no. I think yeah. the, the players are going to, now that he's agreed to sell the team, the players are going to be out of it, right? Yeah, they're going to rally. Okay, one final quick break, and we'll be right back. Man, I live on coffee. I love coffee. I drink coffee all day, every day, which is why I freaking love this next sponsor, Trade Coffee. I mean, it's it's crazy to think about how many different coffees that I didn't know about and now know about with Trade Coffee. It's a coffee subscription service unlike anything you've tried before because they partner with top independent roasters to freshly roast and send the best coffees in the country directly to your home on your preferred schedule. Their team of experts do all the work, taste testing hundreds of coffees from across the U.S. every month to curate 450 exceptional coffees that make the cut. That's a lot of coffees. The coffee I get from Trade is so good. I can't believe how much I like it, what they picked for me. Their team worked with me to create a custom collection. I like very bold coffees. And if that isn't what is up your alley, don't worry. 
Trade will have whatever it is you want. You can shop their most popular coffees by roast, by flavor profiles, or you can take their coffee quiz and get expertly matched to the coffees you love. So Trade is the easiest way to get your best tasting coffee delivered fresh right to your door. If you want to support small businesses and brew the best cup of coffee you've ever tasted, it's time to try Trade Coffee. Right now, Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping at drinktrade.com SGP. That's D-R-I-N-K-T-R-A-D.com SGP for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country. And finally, what is Odd Tracker? Odd Tracker is the place to compare odds from all major sportsbooks. You can compare the different signup codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. That way you're ahead of the game before you even start betting. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so you can keep records of all your games and betting activity across all the different sportsbook apps. Go to oddstracker.com slash bluewire and sign up today. Odds Tracker is the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, moving on to the final team. Last year's champion, the Golden State Warriors. They had a, a win total of 53 and 29 last season. They're sitting at 52 and a half. You can get it at some books, 51 and a half. Uh, lots of additions that we will go into, uh, additions and subtractions on this team that we'll go into a little more in detail with Barbara. But let me get uh, Terrell's take on them right now. Where are you going with this team? So for me with the Golden State Warriors, I am backing this team. I mean, the issue here is the health. And what is the health of the Golden State Warriors going to be? Is Steph going to be playing a, a majority of the games? Is Clay going to be playing a majority of games? Is Wiseman going to be playing a majority of games? As of right now, everything leads to that's going to be the case. Now we know Steph has gone through seasons and, you know, twisted an ankle here or had a bad hamstring there and had to sit down games. But over the more, over the case, the difference between Steph and maybe somebody like a Kawhi Leonard or an Anthony Davis is that Steph – I know, and he's very on record of how well he takes care of his body. And, you know, for the most part with Steph's injuries, like the hand injury he had one year, they're just freak accidents. They're literally just freak mm -hmm. accidents. And he either steps on somebody, gets stepped on, falls on his hand the wrong way, anything like that. So I'm I'm leaning over this team because if you're giving me the Splash Brothers, if you're giving me their cousin on their mama's side, then – I'm going to take that. We talked about Jordan Poole being a potential six man of the year. If they get are the number one overall seed and he averages, you know, pretty solid double digit points all coming off the bench, he is completely going to be six man of the year. I think that while they are going to miss some of the pieces that they're missing, especially Gary Payton, the second, I think that those missing additions are going to come more into play during playoff time, during crunch time rather than it being during the course of the season. I think that they have a great rotation. They are really well coached. They're another team that doesn't play down the competition a lot. And with a healthy, a completely healthy staff, and for the most part, expecting them to be relatively healthy over the course of the season, I'm talking 70, around 65, 70 games for these players. I'm all over Golden State Warriors. I think they can fly over this win total and be one of the top teams in the league. 
I just think that all that wear and tear of trying to play the entire season like they do is going to come into play during playoff time, not during regular season time. Yeah. You're not worried about them resting players. And Steve Kerr's ninth season, he knows how to manage a championship team. Yeah. Will we see Draymond, Clay, and Steph sit more because of it? I don't think so. And I, I don't, I really don't think so. I think that they're going to take this season serious. I think that they are you know, a slightly disappointed in, and they still got over this win total last year. Like they still got over this. They were at 53 last year and all the up and down. So if you're telling me all the up and down and, injuries, and they were playing clay back in. Yeah. After playing a, clay after a whole half of the season, missed the whole first half of the season, come back yeah. after all-star break and starts playing. So it just, it just feels like one plus one equals two here. Take the over. All right. Love that uh, take from you. Um, we've got you on the over for the Suns. We've got you on a uh, a best bet on the Clippers under. Yep. Uh, we've got you on the over for the Lakers and you like the under for the Kings. Um, anything else before I let you go? No, man, it was good to be back here, back in the seat. We're, we're getting back to NBA time and yeah, uh, prayers to the Suns. Prayers to the Suns for losing to the NBL team. So prayers to them. <laughs> hey you know what? they're gonna be fine they're gonna be fine I, I have i have all the faith in the world uh where could people find you what uh, else should we plug before i let you go well you know at really real underscore underscore on twitter you can follow me there i'm giving out picks ever so often there and man i'm on everything i'm on the nba gambling podcast you'll see me here regularly you'll see me on the nfl gambling podcast WNBA just wrapped up we had a great season in WNBA. we're about to carry that back over into nba uh any anywhere anywhere college football college basketball that's my 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 home as kobe likes to say my home on a college experience so you're going to see me up there plenty of times over the course of college football college basketball season so looking forward to it tapping into the whole network now i'm joined by barbara alberts yes aka big al aka the biggest golden state warriors fan that i know personally in my life uh how are you doing I'm doing great. Still riding the high of the uh, championship. Yes. For the podcast listeners right now, uh, Big Al is wearing a NBA Finals championship shirt with the, the her starting five of the Golden State Warriors, uh, which she's very excited. They included Kevon Looney, although he shouldn't be in any shirts, really. Let's be honest. No, I think if you're a Warriors fan who even has watched a single game, you would know Kevon Looney's the, uh, the real MVP. <laughs> the real MVP. Oh, yeah. um, Barbara was just reminding me of her long shot bet for Kevon Looney MVP of the finals, which you were probably the only person in America that actually bet besides maybe Looney's like brother or something. I mean, let's be real. Did any of the books really have that as a uh, choice? I'm sure you could have got it out some offshore books. Well, I don't do anything illegally. So. Yeah, of course not. Of course you're, not. You're an upstanding citizen. Uh, okay, so indeed. we're here to talk about your Warriors. You Before we started recording, you were already like trying to undersell your Warriors a little bit. I don't know if that's like you're trying to like reverse jinx it or you're just trying to set expectations, uh, whatever. I don't know. Lower. We've got your Golden State Warriors. Odds to win the championship is plus 650. Steph to win MVPs plus 1500. Uh, predicted win total of 52 and a half. Last season, they went 53 and 29. So, as they just repeat last season, they would hit that obviously. Odds to win the West are the favorite 
to win the West at plus 325, um, which is kind of weird. The, the three favorites to win the West are all from the Pacific Division, Warriors, Clippers, and Suns right there all at the top. Clippers actually have better odds than the Suns, which is a little weird. But, and then the, uh, it's, you know, neck to neck to win the division with Phoenix at like plus 200, plus 190. How are you feeling coming into the season? Why do you think they might be aren't as good as coming? You, you said they have a bit of a lower floor than they did last season. Why is that? Right. Well, to, to clarify, the Warriors floor is still a lot higher than most teams in the NBA. I will say that. Um, but I think just looking at some of those off-season additions and subtractions to the team, we're going to be looking at a Warriors team that has a little bit less experience in terms of their second, like uh, in terms of the players coming off of the bench. Uh, you know, you got Otto Porter Jr. is no longer there, Gary Payton second, JTA, guys who had multiple years of experience in the NBA, uh, they're not going to be coming off the bench for the Warriors anymore. Um, you know, you have a couple rookies in there. You have James Wiseman who has, hasn't played in a, you know, a season. Um, so I think you're going to be seeing a little bit less ex- veteran experience on the team and a little bit more um, young players that are going to be out there. So I think just from what I'm seeing here, I think you're going to have to expect a little bit uh, you're going to have to expect a, some growing pains, not a whole lot. Um, I think you have mm-hmm. a lot of really great talent on that team. Just the fact that they're young, they're a little bit less experienced and they're going to be some pretty normal growing pains for, you know, first time players in the NBA and things like that. Well, you have Dante DiVincenzo coming over, yep. Jermichael Green, two, you know, veteran players played with good teams, have good minutes. But then you're right, you have like their draft picks who are going to be kind of fill in minutes for, Gary Payton, who is their best perimeter defender. Otto Porter, also a great defender. Um, so you've got to be a little worried about them on defense. I mean, uh, obviously, you hope James Wiseman comes back and is able to really fill up that middle, but we haven't seen we haven't seen him prove it yet. No, right. And I think that's very fair. I think whenever you have new players coming into the NBA, the defense is where you're going to see a lot of those sort of uh learning curves yeah um you know the Warriors they ended the regular season last year I think they had the third best defense in the league that's going to be a little bit hard for them to repeat but I'm not saying it's going to be a complete disaster like a completely new defensive end that we're going to see I just think it's going to be a lot of young guys who are going to have a lot of experience to make up for right and I mean you Clay should be healthier Right. We yep. saw him get healthier throughout last season. He was to he was not playing to the level he was pre-injury, but he was still much better than he was. Um, so you would hope that he's kind of back to his defensive uh peak or at least closer. Draymond, you know, was still in the conversation for defensive player of the year until he got hurt. So, but you imagine, you know, they're both a little older, a little step slower. So the defense might be where we're, we're most worried about them. To, to kind of prep for this, I listened to the Buckets podcast with Matt Moore and Brandon Anderson, who are excellent NBA betters and analysts. And I think Brandon Anderson had the Warriors defense coming in somewhere around eighth, I think, in, in the league. That was sort of where his projections were. Um, and I think, you know, Draymond Green, I never really want to bet against him in terms of his defense. I will Mm. never put money against him on defense or any sort of things like that. But I think 
you know, his experience there is going to help a ton with this team. A, a, a lot of potential, at least for those uh, guys coming off the bench. A lot of potential, but you're already saying you're going to bet the under of 53 and a half, 52 and a half, 52 and a half. I'm leaning. I, I'm leaning toward the under. You know, I think it's going to be interesting to see how they kind of come in with this new sort of set of guys um, who are probably like I like I'm just saying I am anticipating a little bit of a slower start than what they had last season, to be perfectly honest. I feel like the Clippers would be the more likely team of those three to get under 50. I can, we yeah. don't know what the Clippers are going to be at all. We don't know where Kawhi is at. Um, I think the Clippers have only had. They haven't had a 50 plus win season. I don't think it's since the 2016, 2017 season. Um, so I think that's something to consider too. Just side note, I do want to kind of amend something real quick. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. So basically, I mean, what I'm saying is like, not that I don't think the Warriors are not going to get 50. I think if you're going to have to pick one of those three teams, I'm, I do very much think that the Clippers, the ones you kind of want to get out of like you're the, they're the ones that you can safely bet the under. Um, but I think like 53 is like just a little bit too high. How do you feel about some of the other young players? Like pool was so good last year. Kaminga showed that he can be a real athletic forward. Uh, Moses Moody came out of nowhere and actually was getting real minutes in the playoffs after not really play, being in the rotation. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you see these guys, uh, obviously pool will be the six man and get a lot of playing time, but um, Kaminga and Moody, are, are we going to be relying on them too? I would expect so. I think you look at who they're bringing in. I think, um, you know, Dante DiVincenzo, DiVincenzo, I think will have a little, probably a little bit more minutes than um, Moody for sure. And Kaminga maybe. Um, but I think we can expect to ha- see a little bit more playing time from them. The, than they did last year, last season. Um, I think it helps that you have Andre Iguodala coming back, you know, not necessarily from like an on-court perspective, but from the fact that he's been very vocal about him wanting to mentor those two guys and making sure that, you know, they're getting an extra, like an extra coach in their ear, essentially. So I think that helps having Andre Iguodala there to kind of be player coach for them. Um, I think we did see really great, great play from them. Um, you know, especially as you mentioned, Moody in the postseason. Um, and I think Kuminga too, with on defense, I think we would want, we would hope to see him be able to kind of step in, um, as well, a little bit more than he was last year. Go ahead and promote anything you want to, where can people find you? What are you producing these days? See, this I am prepared for the third time around. I know what to do. Okay. Um, I am going to propose, promote the um, Action Network has a daily betting show every day at noon Eastern called Green Dot Daily. We stream live on Twitter and YouTube and in the award-winning Action Network app. Um, myself and another and a whole team of producers uh, put on a put on that show um, to basically set the betting agenda for the day. We also have great content on YouTube from our video uh, team that where if you want daily action picks, if you're looking for podcasts and things like that, you should check out the YouTube page. Um, I'm on Twitter at Barbara E. Alberts. You're going to get a lot of dog retweets, like cute mm-hmm. dog photos. And um, what does E stand for? Oh, the most basic middle name that any girl in America could have. 
Ecstasy? It's second most basic <laughs> middle name. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. That was going to be my next guess. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks again for being here. Thanks for having me. Basketball. Give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to dunk it. 